hello welcome back to the out of office podcast this is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it my name is fiona thomas i am your host i am the author of the book out of office and i'm here this week to talk to you about something that i get asked about a lot and something i really enjoy talking about (laughs) and that is my planning process for writing a non-fiction book. So if you didn't know already I am a twice published author so I have written a memoir which was my mental health memoir called Depression in a Digital Age and I've written a business book (coughs) which is out of office the book associated with this podcast and I'm also in the middle of writing another book so I feel like I've got a good chunk of experience behind me try some tried and tested methods on how to plan out a non-fiction book so if that is something that you are thinking about doing or you just dream of doing or you're just nosy and want to know behind the scenes of what it's like to write a book then keep listening because you are in the right place so non-fiction books that is a wide a wide scope of book writing topics so covers lots of stuff including biographies self-help true crime a how-to book history book there are lots of different types of non-fiction books but whatever you're planning this should be a process that you could apply to any of those books um, because like I say I've written a memoir but I've also written a business book so they're both both different but I used similar very similar processes to planning each one of those so the first tip for and the first step in the process is I think to be curious so both of my non-fiction books are different like I say but they both began with a sense of curiosity I think that writing should come from a creative place first and foremost so I don't think it's a good idea to plan your book writing process based on um, maybe like current trends or what's going to sell the most or trying to fill a gap in the market I think it's a better idea to challenge yourself to dream up an idea for a book that you would simply just love to write because the rea- reality is that it can take anywhere between 6 and 12 months maybe more to write a non-fiction book and it does require a lot of focus a lot of concentration and a lot of blood sweat and tears so above all you should make sure that you actually enjoy the process as much as possible and of course there are lots of best-selling books out there but uh, as little of 1% of books that exist will actually become bestsellers. So if you're writing your book to become a bestseller, just bear in mind that might not happen. So make sure that you actually just write a book that you are going to enjoy writing and enjoy talking about in the years that follow. So I think a good place to start is just to open your mind to new ideas for this book that you're thinking about writing. So that could be reading books in a similar vein so if you're thinking about writing a biography or a memoir read different memoirs from all different backgrounds because you will find lots of different structures different different tone different point of view different methods of telling the story so read lots of books listen to lots of podcasts read magazines newspaper articles even watching films and documentaries are a great place to 
stay curious about subject matter. And keep a notepad handy or um, use the notes app on your phone to make a note of any ideas that come to mind and just enjoy this kind of exploratory phase of writing. Um, so don't th- um, <laughs> and when you think oh that's a good idea I'll remember that you won't remember it I'm telling you as a fact you won't remember it so write it down <laughs> I have so many random notes on my notes app on my phone um, and whenever I go to write I just open it up and I have like a few things in there sentences links to articles that I want to reread and it's also so helpful and it's stuff that would have completely floated out of my brain into the ether and I would never be able to get it back so please write things down it's just it's just a simple way to capture your creative ideas when they crop up I also find it really helpful to keep a journal by my bed and to journal regularly because there's that great saying of you don't know what you're going to write until you start to write so you might have an idea for something and it might be kind of, you know, percolating in your head. But once you hit pen to paper and you start actually kind of writing out what your thought process is, you will come up with even more ideas, I guarantee it. You'll be able to navigate what's a good idea, what's a bad idea. Um, and more ideas will come out. You'll have so many brainwaves when you start journaling about what you're thinking about. Um, and just journaling as a habit. I go on about it all the time even if you're not a writer. Journaling is so good for creative thinking and problem solving. So even if you don't want to write a book, I think journaling is a brilliant practice. So if once you've spent however long being curious, this is, <laughs> this is a phase that can take a long time. It might, not take, it might take a short time. It's different for everyone. Um, for me, I think my the, the kind of curiosity phase for my first book was probably about a year and a half. And I, of course, back then I didn't realise that's what was happening. But I was blogging, writing my mental health blog. I was doing a bit of journalism. I had some freelance clients and um, I was on holiday and I read two memoirs. And once I finished those two memoirs, I had a brainwave what mine, what my memoir would be called and it was Depression in the Digital Age I'm really proud that I came up with that title actually because I'm so rubbish at titles um, but yeah that, that was, that's how the kind of curiosity phase started for me was me just writing a lot and reading a lot and then having that brain space to kind of think over and figure out how it would apply to me and my writing project so once that phase is over and you've got like a bit of an idea of what your book is going to be about it's time to brainstorm so I would set aside a day um, or a couple of days to get all your ideas out on the page so if you've got all those notepads filled with ideas in your journals and you've got a notes app on your phone maybe you've emailed yourself ideas I do that all the time or you've recorded voice notes and things spend a day to collect all that and get it together and I want you to get a large piece of paper like not A4 like the one that's four times bigger than that what's that A1 yeah the biggest one you can get (laughs) or a roll of wallpaper or something and just collect all your thoughts onto this one bit of paper and I find doing this with pen and paper is just more effective than typing words out onto a document because on a document you've got everything listed 
kind of in order or in no in no order and it's really hard to kind of see the wood for the trees and to shape it into something so I find pen and paper is great and creating a mind map is a good way to kind of arrange all these random thoughts and ideas into clusters so take like larger topics and so like for when I was writing the freelancing book I might have one section that was money and then out of that section I would be able to attach lots of the other ideas that I have as well so um, um, issues of self-worth then I could talk about networking because networking is actually actually really good because it can get you more clients and it helps you get into what's the um, gets you familiar with what the industry standard is for rates Um, I could talk about mental health do with money like once you pick one topic you can then like kind of branch out within that topic and link all the ideas together um one so for example with out of office again mental health was a was a big topic and then the threads that attached to that were like social media taking time off uh, isolation money worries etc blah 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 um, and once you've done this for several topics you'll start to see just how much information you've got and you'll also see where things link together so for example on the mental health side if I had mentioned social media but then I might have mentioned social media in another mind map and then I can see how they link together say okay so actually should there be a whole chapter on social media or which chapter is going to come before another one so it just gets you to see how all these topics link together and you might also see that there's a few things that just don't fit so things that you've noted down that you would like to talk about but actually it's not relevant um so it's just a really good way to get a visual on all the stuff that you've collected so the next stage um if you feel ready after that to go and structure your book then you could go on to the next point which I'm going to talk about in a minute but if you feel like there's a few gaps in your knowledge like if you look at your mind map and you think oh I want to talk about this but I don't actually know much about it then you may want to take some time to just go off and do some research so digging deeper into the content that you consumed at your curiosity stage so um the podcasts that you listen to maybe you go back and re-listen to them and if they mentioned any books or any you know films or experts in the area maybe then you go and research those things and you look into them as well look at the books that you've read maybe you look at the um, further reading section the bibliographies and read more information on that um maybe you are interested in a certain person then you can go and read their biography or you can listen to their um, audiobook that's a really good way to consume things a bit quicker also in the book that I'm researching at the moment I have used the Blinkist app quite a lot so it's Blinkist uh, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T um, and you need to pay for it I think it's about £10 a month and basically they have lots of uh, non-fiction books and you can listen to a kind of key overview of each book that lasts say you know between 12 and 20 minutes so they have kind of distilled the key concepts in the book and they will you can either read it on the app or you can listen to the audio version that tells you here are the key parts of this book here's what you need to know so it gives you 
um, a kind of overview of certain topics and books and I find that really helpful because not that you can I think they kind of say that you can it's a way to read a book in 15 minutes but you, you don't read the book you just get the the basics but I think it's a really good way to get an overview of a topic and then figure out if you actually want to read that book or if there's like a big area that you want to learn more about you could listen to the overview of a few books and figure out which one is going to give you what you need or you could buy that book and just read a certain chapter so um, Blinkist is a really good way to do research I find so that's a that's a good little kind of time saving tip so once you've done your curiosity stage and you've brainstormed and you've done your extra research the next phase is to pick a structure so the structure for your non-fiction book will depend on the type of book that you want to write for example in my mental health memoir depression in a digital age I open the story at a kind of crisis point it's like a a dramatic low moment that took place in my mid-20s um sorry my late 20s when I was on the verge of my mental breakdown I didn't really understand what was going on it's kind of like a bit of a prologue that sets the tension early in the book and after that you know first few pages then the book goes into a fairly standard chronological structure which follows my childhood um and my teenage years up to the present day and then eventually it gets to the point where I uh, am at crisis and I say what happens after that whereas in out of office I structured the book to follow more the typical journey of someone who wants to go freelance so I start it by explaining what freelancing is like the lay the lay of the land what the industry is like at the moment the pros and cons on going freelance and then as the chapters move on I talk about how to get started so the basics on like how to raise an invoice how to register as self-employed all those things that you want to know in the beginning and then as the book goes on it's more about how to grow and develop over time so more complicated issues like how to market yourself how to deal with social isolation how to make friends how to raise your prices the things that that you'll need further along the line So your book may offer a step-by-step process for example to solve a very specific problem in which case you should aim to write the book in a way that makes it this process as easy as possible for the reader to follow. So, for example, you probably need to explain some of the concepts early on in the book because the people will need the reader will need to know how those concepts work in order to apply them and implement the advice that you give later on in the book. I'll actually link a good article that gives you some examples of structures in non-fiction and which will give you a bit more help. So first of all, pick a structure you think is going to work for your non-fiction book. And the next stage is to organise. So you're going to have to organise all your thoughts and your research and everything uh, into some sort of plan. And I like to organise my ideas visually, which I said earlier. And this is how I've planned all the books that I've written. It's just what works best. Opening a blank Word document to me doesn't work for the planning process. So take a look at the mind map that you created earlier on that big sheet of paper and start by crossing out anything that is no, wrong, no longer relevant to your, your story or your book. Now, the next stage is to get a stack of sticky notes 
uh, you're going to need quite a few and write down a, a single word or an idea on each note so if I'm going back to that mental health mind map I've got mental health I've got social isolation I've got raising your rates money worries blah 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 so write one thing on each post-it note and then you are going to stick all the post-it notes on a wall (laughs) you're going to end up with lots and lots of sticky notes but now the great thing is that you can arrange them you can move things around it's different to having things written down on paper where you'd have to score them out and write them again and draft it again and again and again now you can just play around you can move things around so is mental health going to be a heading so is that going to be a whole chapter or is it going to be a subheading within a bigger chapter move things around play around if you've got loads loads to do with mental health like way more than another chapter maybe this needs to be an entire section of the book then maybe this needs to be like an entire third of the book so play around and see what things link together again remembering if you're going to talk about a particular concept do people need another concept explained before you go on to that so think about it logically and generally you want to start with like the easiest stuff first you don't want to hit people with the most complicated topics first um so for example when i was planning out of office it made sense to talk through the basics like i said about how to raise an invoice like people want to know that first before i go on to more advanced chapters such as like how to increase your prices and and get multiple income streams you might find that some topics are actually themes and they crop up several times throughout the book and that's okay just write a few more notes and stick them in wherever you need them so for example with in my mental health memoir my first book I knew that I wanted to talk about my love for writing as a child um but then I also know that I want to talk about writing as an adult as well so writing itself isn't necessarily a chapter it's a it's a theme that's going to crop up at multiple times throughout the book so just write multiple post-it notes for that and then slot it into whichever section it needs to go in similarly in out of office isolation and loneliness is something that I wanted to talk about a lot but also talk about it in multiple chapters because it makes sense to talk about it in the beginning as a widespread issue but it also made sense to talk about it later on in the book where I actually offer advice on how to target it as an issue so don't worry if things come up multiple times that's fine just slot them in where they need to go So once you've spent some time rearranging those post-it notes and look, it might take you a couple of days. You might just need to corner off a wall in your flat, in your house. (laughs) Apologise to other people for for a while. Until you've got it into a shape that you're happy with, play around with it. It's fine. Take your time. It will take a few times to get it right and it doesn't need to be set in stone. You can still change it as time goes on. But once you've got that... um, then this whole process, everything that we've done is leading you to create a book outline and this is basically what you want before you start to write. It's all well and good thinking you've got a great idea and then just sitting down with a blank word document but I guarantee after you get to about 10,000 words you're probably going to feel a bit lost and that you've kind of lost your direction and you don't know where you're going. So it's really really important that you have an outline before you get started. 
If you're creating a book proposal to send out to agents or publishers, then you will 100% need an outline as part of that and quite a detailed outline. Even if you're self-publishing, then you're going to need some sort of plan in place before you sit down to write. So using the post-it notes that you arranged earlier, you should now see the basis of your outline. So remember as well as that to include a short introduction to your book and then divide your book into sections and then headings and subheadings if need be. It's okay if you're not 100% sure of the chapters and their exact order. You can only plan so much, you know, I don't want you to waste months and months of your life planning and then never get to actually writing because a lot of the answers that you're looking for if you're if you've got gaps there and you're like I'm not sure how this links to that how am I going to bridge that gap it's okay when you start to write things will become clear through the process of actually writing so that's 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 the whole thing man that's it that's my that's my tips on how to plan a non-fiction book be curious be open to ideas brainstorm all your ideas as you go along, do extra research if you need to, think about structure and then organise everything that you've done into post-it notes and make that visual plan and then once you've rearranged all those post-it notes you will have an outline and then you can make that into a document where you've got all your chapters outlined and you can even make little um, a little chapter summary if you feel that would help to say what you want to talk about in this chapter what the key takeaways are going to be for the reader and then there's nothing left to do except get to writing so let me know if this has given you a bit of a kick up the butt to maybe start planning your non-fiction book if you are really really excited to get started and you want some extra support then you might be interested in my latest course which is called find your voice and it is a three-week creative writing course for anyone who wants to get into writing non-fiction so whether you are thinking about writing a book or even if you just want to level up your blog or you want to start talking more about your personal brand on your website and as part of your freelance business then find your voice is going to be for you it's three weeks of live video training and you also get a bonus workshop which is a free workshop on how to write better instagram captions so the doors open on the 22nd of February and the course starts the first week in March. So if that is for you, the link will be in the description. You can join the waitlist. I would love to see you there. Uh, but if I don't, that's cool. You've always got the Out of Office podcast here to help you with all your freelancing needs. So hit me up on Instagram if you want to chat about any of what we've spoken about today. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.